need to give it access to your writing samples, train it on your brand voice characteristics, cadence. I literally have talked about just cadence before for an hour and how you can train ChatGPT because that's the number one thing consumers are going to know if you are over-reliant on generative AI. This is Digital Marketer. Hey everyone, this is Mark DeGrasse, the president of Digital Marketer, and this is the podcast that keeps you updated on everything you need to know when it comes to digital marketing, from the platforms you'd be focused on to the kind of tactics and tools that are working today. Today, our guest is Jordan Wilson, the founder and CEO of Accelerant Agency and the host of Everyday AI, which I have uh, actually gone on and really enjoyed. So Jordan knows his stuff. Uh, today, we're kind of talking about what you could use AI for immediately to enhance your marketing, because shockingly we talked right before this and mentioned several companies that you would think had ai just dialed in and have never even touched it so welcome jordan hey mark thank you for having me i'm i'm, I'm excited to return the favor it was great to have you on my show so I'm, I'm so excited this is uh you know been listening to the podcast for the longest time so super excited to be on this end um and and speaking on ai it's exciting so yeah let's let's get into it I love that. Yeah, it's always nice, you know, talking to somebody who uses it all the time, finds it not terrifying or uh, offensive, you know, because a lot of people are, oh, you used AI for blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, I also used a hammer when I built my chicken coop. <laughs> my That's right. I forgot That's the uh, the chicken coop. Man, I got to put that on life goals. I got to put that on after AI, you know, uh, small farm, right? It's terrible. I'm building a spaceship too, but you know, everybody talks about chicken coop. Uh, all right. So let's just talk about just kind of why we see it. Cause I think for me, I started using AI seriously back in December. So even then, even though I'm in marketing, I teach marketing, um, I'm still relatively new to it as well. And I think just seeing that and, and the fact that I'm kind of a futurist and I love tech and, and AI from all the stories I read, uh, it's still pretty new. So why don't we just start with like, why is it still new, even though everybody's talking about it to a lot of business people, but even marketers? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think that um, marketers are always early adopters of technology, right? It's just, it's the nature of, you know, if you're a marketer, that's that's what you have to do. You, you know, if, if, if you're not early, you're going to have, you know, clients or coworkers or a boss you know, seeing examples of what other big companies are doing. So it's, um, as someone that has a background in marketing, I understand that. And you always, you never want to miss out, you, you know, and you see, uh, you, you know, great marketing initiatives or advertising campaigns that other bigger companies or creative agencies are working on. And a lot of times you reverse engineer it and you find out kind of the tools or the processes um, that people are using. Um, and I think AI is the same, right? Um, I think we at, at Accelerant first started using like GPT tech the week it was announced, right? Um, which I believe it was like commercially available in late 2020. You know, you had all these, you know, GPT-3 at the time tools, uh, you know, what used to be called uh, Jarvis and Copy AI. Um, and as someone with a journalism background, it was natural for, you know, the journalist slash marketer in me to immediately start using uh, these GPT tools, you know, at the time and seeing where they are at now, they were almost like primitive, oh, <laughs> right? Like well, if, some if of I'm them. being honest, right? <laughs> yeah, like, um, and, I, and 
I look at what you can accomplish, even just like if we're just looking at the GPT technology, what you can accomplish with it now versus, you know, what you could in late 2020 or early 2021. It's, I, I mean, you can't like the two won't even recognize each other. But yeah, like as marketers, you're always kind of, you know, first to the party. But I still feel even with that, I still feel there's so few people uh, even in marketing, advertising, communications that are taking advantage of it on a daily basis, which to me is kind of wild. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, for us, we've been doing it for a while and you, it's now become part of the process. It's now Google for me where I'm like, now I could do a search and get a bunch of stupid results, or I can ask a much more specific question and get an exact result that I know. And, and this is the funny part because a lot of people say like, isn't the AI answered bias? And I always say, isn't every person on the planet biased? And that's, you're just getting a result based on a big company's algorithm and a bunch of individuals information. And that's, you think that's better? <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because it reminds me of people who self-diagnose a medical issue with Google. And they're like, oh, it looks like I have, you know, A, B, and C ailment. It's like, no, you don't. It just means that that company had the best SEO, right? Um, but yeah, it is funny because, uh, you know, people who say those things are, oh, how could you, you know, entrust this process to AI, um, you know, isn't that dangerous? Shouldn't you research it? It's like, okay, let me weigh those two options then. I can go down the deepest, darkest uh, rabbit hole for hours on end to find that one nugget of information, or I can give a generative AI tool like ChatGPT or Google Bard, I could give that a shot first to see if I could find that thing at the end of the rabbit hole. And if not, you can always go down and dive. But um, you know, if you know what you're doing inside a large language model, it's 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 very hard, honestly, to return back to traditional, you know, searching or even traditional research. Oh, it's impossible. I, I've tried it where I'm just like, yeah, I could find some some answers and whatever, but I actually this is qualified. And now you have things like uh, you know, perplexity or illicit or a bunch of other AIs that could do, you know, much more refined work than you could do before. And so, yeah, I think it's just, it's, you know, just like anything else, it's fear. People are scared. They're scared that, you know, well, at this point, you might be scared that you don't know how to use it because that's one of the things I tell people where it's, you know, if you talk to someone, eh, hey, ChatGPT is amazing, and then they go use it and they're like, it didn't do anything for me. I typed in a prompt to give me a basic answer, blah, blah, blah. And you want to say like, ah, the AI is not basic. You're basic. And yeah, that literally. was a bad question. <laughs> but nobody wants to hear that either. It's it's funny you bring that up because I think it was actually me seeing one too many of those posts in like, I don't know, January or February, shortly after um Chat GPT was, you know, released. Um, it was seeing those those people be like, Oh, look at how bad AI is. That I'm like, like I like at that time I had been using it obviously for you know a year and a half, two years through these other programs, and that's actually what led me to start like, which is aggressive, a daily like podcast and newsletter to educate people because these were smart people that had that that had high levels of influence in the business community, putting out just blatantly wrong and just un like ill informed. Uh, content surrounding AI. And it's like, um, it's like almost once you've been through it and you 
truly understand how to get the most out of any generative AI program. And then you hear people say like, oh no, this AI stinks. Look at this. Yeah. It's it's like what you said, Mark. It's like the program's the program's not wrong. You are just extremely wrong in your approach and in your lack of educating yourself. Yeah. Well, and just trying. And, and it, it, it does take some time and a little bit of effort, just like any skill that's useful. You know, nothing you try immediately besides AI <laughs> is super helpful right off the bat. So I figure what we could do today is kind of, you know, address that crew and also just markers in general, a business owner that wants to get into using AI and just kind of give maybe three scenarios of a situation that if you used AI in this situation, you know, common everyday task, you could 10x your, uh, you know, your speed, uh, the quality of the content, you know, the content itself. Um, so I figure we just start there. So uh, right off the bat, uh, you know, where do you think a marketer could, you know, employ AI to enhance a process that they might do all the time? Number one is training. And I'm just going to use if it's fine so we don't have to jump all over the place. Let's just use the example of ChatGPT, right? It is probably the uh, the most popular gen AI tool by far, at least if you look at any metric out there. But I'd say the number one thing is to train ChatGPT on your voice or your company's voice. That's first and foremost. And to do that, you know, there is a whole process and we, we, we teach people this, but it's give uh, ChatGPT access to the information that it needs. You know, if you're not spending the 20, uh, I'm not paid by OpenAI to say this, but if you're not spending the $20 a month for uh, ChatGPT Plus uh, to, to have plugins, if, if if you're for some reason like, ah, that's a waste, like that's- I need another I, like, Netflix or Prime or Hulu or Apple. I can't do Yeah, it's, it's like, Mark, I, I speak for literally an hour a day on AI and that part right there leaves me at a loss for words. Like people who refuse to be like, oh, it's $20. Well, anyways, once you spend $20, you have the world's most power- like most powerful generative AI at your fingertips. But the number one thing I would say is to train AI on your voice or your company's voice, give it access to writing samples, but you have to also train it. That's not putting in a one super long prompt. You need to give it access to your writing samples, train it on your uh, on your brand voice characteristics, cadence. Like um, like I, I, I literally have, have talked about just cadence before for an hour and how you can train ChatGPT because that's the number one thing consumers are going to know if you are over-reliant on generative AI, whether it's in your content as, you know, it, whether it's in your content marketing, whether it's in your, you know, your your imagery, your social media posts, whatever it is. So you really have to put in the the, the work up front to train uh, ChatGPT to really take on your brand voice as if it were a trained writer on your team. Nice. Hey everyone, I want to quickly interrupt the podcast for a special announcement. If you're listening to this podcast because you want to become a better marketer, then I want to share with you what I believe to be the most comprehensive digital marketing program on the market today. It's called the Digital Marketing Mastery Certification. You'll learn to leverage the tools and channels to predictably and profitably drive awareness, leads, sales, and referrals. Everything you need to know to become a true master of digital marketing. We'll take an in-depth look at the core digital marketing competencies, including content, email, social media, community, digital advertising, data and optimization, and more. After earning your digital marketing strategy certificate, you'll have the tools to effectively reach your target audience through a full scope marketing strategy. 
Get started today at digitalmarketing.com slash strategy cert. Okay, so so they get chat GPT. Hopefully they upgrade for the the twenty dollars so they could use the plugins. Uh, and now they could write any essentially any piece of copy that you need for an individual brand after you train it. So for me, this could be, you know, email, it could be a drip campaign, it could be a social media post, uh, it could be a whole article if you want it to be. But basically train it first and you could generate wherever you want after you do the training. Absolutely. And and I think people um, I think people always look at ChatGPT as a shortcut, um, and it is in the end. But you always upfront, like you have to invest. You know, thirty minutes upfront will save you many hours on the back end of fine tuning and tweaking. Like get it right once. Obviously, there's highly technical things that you have to keep in mind, like you know, token limits, and it's going to start to forget information. But spend time upfront. To get it right, it'll save you many hours on the back end. And then, yeah, like Mark, what you said, you can essentially then use it for anything. Yeah, landing page copy, sales sequences, um, social media, like anything, right? Uh, if if you get that brand voice right. Exactly. And so, you know, the recommendation, if you're, if you're starting out, just the next task that you had on your list to do for a client, try training ChatGPT and their brand voice and their audience, and then have it do it and then compare it with what you would have done, how long it would have taken and what you get that draft with. And then even time, like fixing the draft, what you'll find is that it'll be way, way faster. I, you know, I say 10 X, but it could be 50 X, but yeah. even if oh, it's gosh, twice, yeah. just twice as fast, something that would have taken you four hours, took you two hours. What could that do for your business? Easy peasy. So it's, that's, that's it's, a it's good huge. one. <laughs> so where's, uh, what's another example that, uh, you know, marketer or small business owner could use to kind of get into the process of using AI? Yeah, I think that the first one, training AI on your, voice, on your voice, huge. The second one is research and analysis. Um, I like to tell people when, um, you, you know, whether I'm consulting companies or individuals on how to use generative AI is don't just look at the shiny thing out there and, and, and try to do what someone else is doing or don't just use a generative AI tool because you can or because it's there. Like spend, like literally go down and compartmentalize your day and, you know, into buckets and categories and say, this is where I'm spending the most time doing manual tasks. And usually it's two things. It's writing, which we already kind of covered. And then the other thing is research and analysis. So it's, you know, we spend so much time whether it's education or whether it's, um, you know, researching competitors, um, analyzing, you know, business trends or, or forecasting something uh, in a certain vertical uh, of business. But research and analysis is one of the most time consuming and manual tasks. And if I'm being honest, I mean, yeah, it's, it's fun to learn new things, but especially if whatever in, in your role in marketing, if it's a lot of research and analysis, I know from experience it can become so mundane, right? And if you train a chat within chat GPT, and I should met, I should call this out, you shouldn't just go into the same chat all the time. You know, you need to create different chats that are highly, like we call them expert chats that are highly specialized and very good at one specific thing. So even to give you an example, Mark, like I have for, you know, our everyday AI show, I have a chat every single day that is the first thing I do, 
usually while I'm waiting for my coffee, I sit down. It's a chat that I've trained. It essentially reads, you know, 15 to 20 different sites that have all the different AI news in it. It knows because I've told it, hey, I don't care about, you know, the highly technical things. I don't care about, you know, uh, s some of these more fringe, wild. It's like it knows exactly what I care about. You know, it's like, I care about the big companies. I care about the big gen AI, gen AI tools that are out there. Oh, it's like, you know, Microsoft is announcing something Thursday. Google Bard announced something, you know, updates this morning. So like, just to keep up with that, the research and analysis, it would take an average person, I don't know, at least five to 10 hours to read those dozens or hundreds of articles. But I've trained ChatGPT to look at this list you know, sometimes I'll, I'll even load in a large spreadsheet with different links for that day and, you know, scrape and use automation and bring everything in there. And it knows right away what I care about and what I want to teach my audience. Not only that, but I've, I've taught it as well how to give me a paragraph to summarize that so I understand it for my audience, right? So that right there I can do in theory, right? This is an extreme example, but I would have to hire a full-time person to do that for me every single day. And it still wouldn't perform at the level that, you know, my trade chat can can perform. Oh, on top of the fact that it wouldn't be as consistent, because I think a lot of times you think like, oh, I could train somebody to do that, but maybe that person's sick that day. Maybe they don't like you that day. Maybe they quit. And you know, and then you have a new person and you hope they'll do the same thing. And I think that's one of the biggest benefits of AI is the consistency. Like I know, I know it might not be perfect, but that's fine because I know it might not be perfect. And I'll get the same thing every single time, or I'll get something very similar to it and know what to expect. And so just having that alone is huge. And then I will say just on your your research, just so everybody knows, especially if you're new to ChatGPT, you could tell it to make tables for you. So let's say that you have to do a ton of research and you were going to have your VA fill out this giant spreadsheet and it was going to take all this copy and pasting. You could literally get the answer and tell it in column one, I want this in column two, I want that. And then you could copy and paste that in there. So, you know, and then what you're saying is way even beyond that. So what you were talking about is actually using ChatGPT and plugins to execute the research using an Excel sheet that has a whole bunch of other links in it. Yeah, yeah. It's I use oh gosh, don't don't get me started on tools, Mark, because this will turn into a, <laughs> well, it's good a deep dive three hour podcast. Uh but yeah, like giving it access to a spreadsheet and I'll use a tool uh like uh Hexomate or something like that to scrape a URL, like a Google News URL, and I'll pull in, you know, the hundred newest articles over the last twenty four hours and you know, train my chat GPT plugin that has access to that Google Sheet to read it every day, to sift through it all, and to tell me what I need to know in a way that I can best ingest that information and then communicate it to maybe you know the audience that I'm trying to serve. I love that. Well, it's all just tailored for you. And I love the idea of having a summary, like here's a one paragraph thing. So you always seem extremely up to date and essentially you just used AI to do 99% of the work and then you take the gem and you look super impressive. So. I love that. That's that's excellent use of it. Uh, all right, let's do the the third. What's the third top use that you think people could use to to really understand the benefit of AI? Yeah, and again, I'll stick. I know this is a cop out, but I said I'd stick with ChatGPT the whole time. But uh, business like business automation in general within ChatGPT is mind blowing, right? Um, 
yeah, we can talk, you know, there's, there's a Zapier plugin. So, you know, if, if, if you've been around the block in marketing, you probably rely on Zapier, like as a critical part of, you know, whether you're providing marketing services for client, uh, for, for clients or within a larger organization, like Zapier is a crutch, right? Like for, for, for better or worse, you know? Uh, but the same thing, you know, it's like, there's if this, then that. There's the like, which just released a plugin recently uh, inside ChatGPT. There's so much you can do with business automation in ChatGPT without ever leaving. Um, I'm not saying, you know, marketers or, or business owners should do it just because you can. But again, uh, to be able to connect, you know, even kind of like in that example, when you can connect, as an example, a spreadsheet to the internet, to a Google Doc, that is automating parts of your business. When you can, you know, in ChatGPT, you have, you know, you can enable three plugins on any chat. Don't think of, you know, when you're using ChatGPT plugins as what one plugin am I going to enable to do this task? No, think like a smart marketer. You know, every I'm, I'm here. I can almost guarantee ninety percent of the people who listen to, to this to this show use Zapier. So think of also ChatGPT and other Gen AI tools in the same way. How can you give within ChatGPT plugins access to multiple parts of your business operation? So you know, even I don't do this, but in the example that I gave, if I wanted to, I could take that same those recaps right? That, that, that I talked about with all the AI news and without doing anything else within chat GPT, I could immediately post them to my website, post them to medium and post them on social media without doing a single thing, which is, which is wild. Like, right. Like the amount of automation, especially when you tap in, you know, Zapier or other automation plugins within chat GPT, the opportunities are wild for marketers on what you can accomplish that used to take an entire team or multiple VAs, freelancers, contractors, whatever. You can program it once, get it right. I always suggest people like, hey, maybe you're not an expert in automation or, or data, uh, data visualization, whatever. Hire someone to create a plugin solution for you within ChatGPT. You can share chats. Um, there's an option for that. People don't know. And then you've got it. And then you can run it you know, every day or every week or whatever it is, but it's set up and it, and it works and it's automated at that point. Yeah, I love that. Well, and if anybody's wondering like, well, yeah, I'd love to automate these things, but I have no idea where to start. Just ask ChatGPT, tell it the situation and you could say, how do I automate this? And it'll literally give you a step-by-step -step guide to executing the plan. So don't worry, <laughs> just go on there, ask the system, and it'll tell you exactly what to do, what plugins and everything else. So that's huge. I, I think, well, in automation, it's just completely necessary because, you know, I keep on telling people that, hey, because of AI, which, you know, whether it's good or bad, whatever, uh, we're going to be able to automate a lot of the paid media aspects that have really driven growth for all of businesses for the last 10, 15 years. Those things are getting automated, which means that any business pretty soon will be able to go online and run effective ad campaigns that will get them traffic. Unfortunately, it'll also drive the price of advertising up. So your business is going to have to get more efficient. And one of the, the principal ways to do that is through processes and automation, which AI does very, very well. So, and, and, and just to like get on the back end of that conversation, Mark, because 
I think it's important for marketers to understand this is that we always have to be thinking two steps ahead, right? Because we know now that the quote unquote everyday person is starting to take advantage of this and to create marketing content at scale. So I think what's important for smart marketers right now, it's like, don't triple down on the amount of content that you're producing, because what's going to happen is, you know, consumers are in this avalanche right now of, of mediocre content because people that aren't fantastic at creating generative AI uh, driven content, instead of upping their game, they're just creating 2x, 3x more. So you really have to be smart and you have to say, not just how can I create more content through the use of generative AI tools, but how can I use it to create um, more relational content or mo more emotionally driven content, which ChatGPT can do. It can be creative. It can be, um, you know, it can tap into emotions. You just really have to guide it. So that's like one other thing that I'd love to say is people have to understand that consumers now more than ever are going to start tuning your messaging out quicker. So don't just use, you know, some mediocre C plus content and think now I can put this C, C plus content out five times a day instead of five times a week and put it on 20 channels instead of two. Be smart with how you're spending your effort and the the, the end message that you want to get out there to consumers. Oh, I love that. Well, and, and just so everybody knows, if you want to not sound like ChatGPT and sound like you and say you need a LinkedIn post, just take your last five LinkedIn posts, plug it in, tell it to assess your style, and then it'll spit out stuff that sounds exactly like you and can be whatever emotion you want. Uh, you know, do this from a dark perspective. Do this from an optimistic perspective. And it'll tweak everything however you want and be as intelligent or as casual as you want it to be. So... I think that was an excellent summary of, of you know, those kind of three uses you could start today and have a huge impact on your business. And I would love to expand on those. So we'll definitely have you back soon to kind of talk about, you know, the nuances. And like you you told me before, you come out with two courses a week. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every single, every single week, we just teach people for free. We don't sell anything. We just say, hey, come, we'll teach you how to actually use a large language model, show you the basics of chat GPT, basics of plugins, just because, yeah, it's, um, I think as marketers, especially you have to understand the basics and, um, you know, people, again, they think of it as a shortcut and it is that, 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 you know, 20 X you were talking about, Mark, absolutely. But you got to get through the initial uh, learning curve first. Yeah. And get over the fear and just kind of embrace it. It's not trying to replace you. It doesn't care. Just use the tool. It's fine. You'll be okay. And, and you'll be way better and everybody will really appreciate it. So uh, thank, thank you so much, Jordan. Uh, where can people learn more about uh, your podcast and all those free classes you're talking about? Yeah, no, uh, it's youreverydayai.com. So yeah, we do literally a daily live stream where people can ask questions of experts. You know, people came on and they were asking Mark questions and he was answering them live, which I think is great. So yeah, we have the uh, the website, youreverydayai.com, the podcast live stream and the, uh, the course itself, it's called Prime Prompt Polish. So just at any time, go on the website, send me a, you know, a message on LinkedIn, whatever, just say PPP, I'll send you the information. Wow, fantastic. Well, thank you so much, Jordan. Really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely have you back soon. You know, like I always tell people, I'm like, hey, we need content. So anytime you're interested, especially AI content, because we talk about that a ton. So we'll definitely have you back soon. All right. Thanks for having me, Mark. I appreciate it.
All right. And thank you so much for listening. Be sure to hit that follow button so you get notified when all of our new episodes release. Please share this with that friend who's clueless about digital marketing. And don't forget to visit digitalmarketer.com where you can access all of our courses, certifications, and training programs. Thanks again, everyone. And we'll see you next time. This is Digital Marketer. Get ready for the two easiest ways for you to generate product photos for your e-commerce store. I'm Lauren Petrullo, founder and CEO of Mongoose Media and Digital Marketer Academy faculty member. I've managed over 50,000 SKUs for over 100 different e-commerce sites, and I cannot tell you the importance of quality product photos. Not only are they important for your website, but they're great to be repurposed in your email marketing campaigns, your paid ad initiatives, and your organic social media content. It's imperative that you have great photos because great photos sell your products and start conversations with your consumers. There are two great solutions when seeking out quality product photos for your e-commerce site. One, UGC. We know that native user-generated content wins all day on social. When you can get your customers to share back their use of your products in their voice, in their personal applications, you will see dividends when that is repurposed in your paid ads and organic social feeds. Secondly, don't have customers or UGC yet? Not a problem. There are cost-effective solutions in which you can outsource that photography. This and so much more is covered in my modules in our e-commerce cert with Digital Marketer.